Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Please walk Sparky for me. No way. <laughs> I'll throw in a caramel frappe. Ooh, make it a large deal. Get a sweet deal. $2 any size McCafe beverage on the McDonald's app. Between you and me, Sparky, I would have walked you for free. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Offer valid through 4322 or participate in McDonald's. Valid one time per day. McDonald's app download and registration required. Hey, everybody. I was thinking today about conflict and uh, more specifically, conflict resolution. And I was thinking about uh, that because today we had a on a construction site. And it's not the first time it happens depending on which side of town you are on and what type of people live in that neighborhood. You'll get passive aggressive signs um, that'll range from keep off the grass all the way up to I'm recording you're under investigation. You'll get all of that and you get that repeatedly. Uh, most times it's usually I'll say 90% of the time it stems from the customer feeling that they have been slighted or disrespected in some way. Usually that means that uh, one of the trucks maybe rolled over their, their driveway, rolled over the grass, or a barrel was, you know, blown over and it hit something or theirs, or they didn't like, you know, the uh, the way that, you know, a job was done or some equipment was handled near their property or near their person or near their neighbor's property or what have you. But it's generally out of some form of perceived intentional disrespect. Generally speaking, while I can say that sometimes the guys are not as um, forward thinking in regard to other people's property, it's generally not out of uh, a sense of malice. It's not done out of spite or intentionally to to disrespect or to uh, disregard a person's property or person. But the uh, the customer in their in their anger and in their um, and in their their uh, perception, I guess they they take it as a personal disrespect. But what we can do most often, in which I I prefer, is if the customer will come out and talk to us or even if they come out and they're cursing or whatever the case may be, if they would come out and at least give us the chance to have a discussion, we can usually come to some resolution where we we uh, we apologize or we move, you know, the equipment or we move we move things out of out of the way, basically to bring us to a point where they understand that we're there to do a service, not to disrupt, you know, the harmony of the neighborhood or disrupt the property or what have you. We find that most often. And I think about that, of course, in the context of my entire life. How do I resolve conflict in, in the course of my life? And I thought about it and I, I thought in regard to resolving con- conflict in in my home, it was when I grew up as my brother, my mom and myself. There are there are ways in which we can communicate. And there's a way that I could have communicated growing up with my mother or with my brother where it would have been virtually impossible for all three of us to stay in that home. Same thing for my mother or my brother. There's ways that we could have communicated 
with one another where it would have made it virtually impossible for all of us to continue residing in the same household. Uh, generally, that would be intentional disrespect or intentional um, condescension or intentional uh, dismissing of a person's perspective or a person's viewpoint or a person's um, perspective on the world. And you can do that to a point where it, it, it goes deeper than just a, a perceived disrespect. It goes to a flat out almost act of uh, violence, an act of an act of war, if you will, verbal war or emotional war. When people intentionally do things to harm you, that makes them an enemy and a threat. And you it's it's difficult to to turn that off once that's turned on by a person doing things that are intentionally designed. Once you once you reach that point where you say, well, this person knew that that would bother me and they did it intentionally uh, in my household. There are ways and these are people that I love my mother, my brother, I'm speaking about where we could have come to that point where it would be virtually impossible for us to remain within the same household, let alone, you know, within the same quarters. And I think about that in regard to on a larger scale, the world at whole, there are conversations that we have and interactions that we have that make it virtually impossible for peace or harmony or, uh, some, some sort of a semblance of unity to be possible. And I think that we do that because we don't practice enough conversations where we do attempt to understand the other person's viewpoint. And I think about myself in that regard, because generally speaking, if I have a conversation or a discussion about something that 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 uh, maybe we'll call it a disagreement. If I have a disagreement, I generally try to go into an argument or a disagreement with a couple precursors. The first precursor is if I'm going to have this argument or a discussion, this has to be a person that I have to have some sort of respect for. I have to have some type of admiration, some type of appreciation and or respect for this person. Otherwise, I wouldn't even waste my time having a discussion with this person. Now, it doesn't mean that I I value them as the most important person in the world. It could just mean I value them as a human being. And that's the base the base uh, respect you can have for any person on the earth. So I start by there. So I start by having that, that respect. Then my next thing is I ask myself the question, what is the goal of this conversation? What do I want to have accomplished by the time this conversation ends? And in analyzing that goal, if I want this person to cry, if do I want this person to be more angry? Do I want this person to never talk to me again? Do I want to have a resolution? Do I want to have peace with this person again? Do I want, you know, violence? What do I want? So after I have um, analyzed that, what what is my outcome from that? Then I think about what is the, the best way to have this conversation, to be fully and totally honest with this person, and then to also retain this person in the capacity that I have them in my life. So for people who are closer, how do I keep these people close? And for people who are, like I said, just the, the, the bare minimum of human decency you can have or respect for another human being, how do I maintain that at the end of this conversation? 
And I used a quote that I heard that I really, really liked. And it says that tact is the art of making a point without making an enemy. And I really do. I really do believe that it really did resonate with me when I did hear that, because I think that there are manners and ways in which we can communicate with one another where we can still maintain our our honesty and our 100 percent truth while at the same time not denigrating the other person not harming the other person not 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 bringing disrespect or not bringing a slander against the other person because our goal in in communication should always be to to get our points across but not at the expense of the other person's point to get a full understanding of what they're saying and make sure that they have a full understanding of what you're saying. And it doesn't mean that one person has to be higher or lower. It just means that we've come to a resolution. And it doesn't even mean that at the end of the conversation that you'll agree with their point or that they'll agree with your point. It just means that you'll you'll have an understanding. And where there's an understanding, I think that, and I really truly believe that where there's an understanding, you can build trust. And when you can build trust, the next time you come into that part of a conversation where you where you disagree, you can trust that this person is not disagreeing with me or having this viewpoint because they seek to harm me with their position. They're not stating that because they know I, I state something different. They're not stating that to to hurt me. They're stating that because that is their their position and I can respect it even if I do not agree with it. So I think that in in conflict, especially it's important that we learn to have a better, have a process in how we approach conflict. And I think that along with many other, many other uh, times that we have communication, we have to do a little bit better job, a much better job. And I'm speaking to myself, a much better job of making sure that before we go into the conversations that we are level headed enough to figure out what's the end goal for this conversation personally, what's the end goal for this conversation with this person, and have I been truthful to my point? Was it was it valid to what I really wanted to express? And you have to analyze things all, all along those lines. And you get better at it with practice, but it takes time. And I'm thankful that even in these times where, you know, I'm, I'm working a job right now, I think I'm thankful that I'm able to at least objectively look at situations and then say, what is the real goal? Why would this person send a passive aggressive notice in case of my job? And it's generally something that's, you know, a bigger issue that they, they haven't readily been able to express or don't feel like they can express. And I think that that happens more often than not, that you have, for whatever reason, you have a base issue that you can't readily express so you pick a, an easier issue and passive aggressive is a much easier thing to to do because it doesn't require conflict and conflict is not a dirty word conflict leads to resolution most often and the way in which we resolve it can can make a difference but i don't think conflict in and of itself is a is a nasty word or something to be afraid of so just thinking about that and how how we how we resolve our conflict and how we get over those situations and how we can apply those same practices for conflict on your job or conflict within your personal life or even conflict um, 
with with uh, with yourself within yourself, and how we can can move those those practices interchangeably within those those uh, dynamics that we have in our life. And I think that it the the better we get at the process of that, the more effective we become at resolving the conflict in those different areas of our life. So those are my thoughts for today. You guys have a good day. Millions of Americans are getting back to work. CareerBuilder calls it the great rehire. And we want to help you get the best jobs before everyone else. CareerBuilder gives you the competitive edge to get the job you want, at the salary you want, with the benefits you want. We even send job alerts so your perfect job lands right in your inbox. Go to CareerBuilder.com today or get left with whatever jobs are left. Find your next job fast at CareerBuilder.com.